Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Midorski, and I like to document firsts whenever possible when I'm doing a podcast. Uh, so this is a first for us. It is our first uh, bi-coastal podcast, which we are in two different time zones. I'm recording this in my Airbnb in Los Angeles, 5.51 Pacific time. Uh, I got Spider-Man coming up. So if I feel a little bit rushed, you know, it's just my spider sense is in fact tingling. Uh, for Dave, Dave's recording in New York, 8.51 Eastern time. Uh, and shout out to Dave, who is one of the few, the proud, he is not a Marine, no cause for concern, uh, but one of the few in the proud who escaped SantaCon weekend uh, and what may now be known as Omicron weekend without getting COVID. So Dave, big shout out to you there. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I just went and took a, a, a PCR test. Um, so thanks for the big fat mush, especially on the gambling podcast. You think that you'd know better than that, but um, yeah, I have so. I have I have faith in your immune system. Well, I certainly don't. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, appreciate it. This is a transcontinental podcast for the first time ever, so that's a, a big leap for us, I guess. Um, but yeah, should we should we get into some last week recaps? We'll get into the last week recaps. I want to give a shout out to the uh, Phoenix Suns strictly because. Uh, I saw JaVale McGee at dinner Sunday, and I just thought that was cool. JaVale McGee's a fun mm. guy. How'd he look? Big? You know, when you see a seven-foot man, uh, or woman for that matter, of any shape, size, or color at dinner, you got to assume they're playing basketball or a professional athlete of some kind. And, you know, usually I'm the first one to recognize a professional athlete. Um, and I didn't recognize JaVale at first. And my buddy with no hesitation saw the dreads and goes, Oh, that's JaVale McGee. I love him on Shaq and a Fool. He is he is a frequent flyer on Shaq and a Fool. So it was uh it was cool to see JaVale McGee. Yeah, shout out JaVale McGee. He's the official basketball playing sponsor of Bagels and Locks podcast. JaVale McGee. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, recap of last week. I had another two and three week. I feel like that has just become the status quo for me. Um, I took before the podcast, Knicks plus 172 against the Pacers. They got the doors blown in there. Um, let's start with the games, the two games that we rode. Did we ride two games together or just the one? No, we rode two. What was the second one? Uh, what oh. was the first one? <laughs> so that's, that's a fair, that's a fair retort. Uh, Dave and I both rode Steelers plus three at the Vikings and Cardinals minus two and a half versus the Rams. Correct. No, 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 no. We both we were both on uh, the Niners and the Bengals. I think. Why do I not have the Niners Bengals game down here though? I don't know. Who else do you have? I I thought that was the other game you rode with me on, but I could be wrong. No, that that does sound right. I have Cardinals minus two and a half versus the Rams, which was a loss. Bucks minus three versus the Bills, which was a win. Fal- oh, that's what I took. That's what okay. I took. We're, so we're yeah, the Bucks. Steelers plus three against the Vikings. You know, Dave, we had some life there. Big Ben almost brought him back. They ended up losing by eight. Um, just a terrible. I never felt good about it. No, terrible football game uh, overall. Cardinals minus two and a half versus Rams for me. That was just a big fat L. 
but if you're Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, you got to figure it out. Because if you – this is now two – there were two games this weekend where we saw teams recover onside kicks and just proceed to lose yardage. You did the hard part. Figure it out afterwards. Um, onside kick is back. The onside kick's back. Justin Tucker and uh, I don't know who the Cardinals kicker is, but shout out to him for converting it. Falcons plus two and a half at the Panthers. Never in doubt. Love the Falcons. Uh, took that money line as well. So thanks, Matty Ice. Uh, and this game was more so less trusting in Matt Ryan, but distrusting Cam Noonan. And Bucks minus three versus the Bills. I give Josh out a lot of credit. That was a gritty performance. I mean, the Bucks were up, I think, 24-3 at one point, and this game went into overtime. But like we said last week, Brady's been torturing this fan base for years and years and years, and he did it again. And Bucks are rolling. Nothing to be said other than that. Uh, yep. So I'll give you my recap. I was wait. So what was that overall record? What's the number? Two and three. Two and three. You know, two and three. Uh, you, you lose some money when you go two and three, but you don't lose that much, and you you're still okay respectable. You're still respectable in the eyes of this podcast because our bar is set so low. So congratulations on two and three. What did you go? All that said, <laughs> two and three. All right. So we know two of the picks. What were your other three? Yeah, well, I say congratulations when you went two and three. You, you didn't say it back to me. Well, you just went on a whole soliloquy. soliloquy you know, for a comm major, you think I would know that word. You just went on a whole speech about how two and three merits congrats. So I thought there was the implication there. Uh, but you know what you say, what they say about the implication. It gets you into trouble. So, Dave, congrats on two and three. Thank you, Chase. I appreciate you <laughs> saying that out of the blue and unprompted. Uh, See, so you, you, know, you know me – I'm shocked, by the way, that we went one and one on our uh, overlapping picks. It's 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 a miracle that 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 parlay didn't hit. Well, um, but I my, think the only thing that supersedes us being a mush is Tom Brady. I don't know. You say that, but if I bet him next week, I feel like I'll I'll override any of his powers. But anyway, I got Army minus seven and a half, um, and they actually got beat by Navy, which sucked. I didn't watch the game, but. I bet on it, so that sucked. Um, then I had Dallas minus four. That game was was never in doubt for me. Um, uh, they should have won by more. Um, and then I had Tampa Bay game uh, that we both had, and I had, as I said before, I had the Bengals plus one and a half uh, against San Francisco, and they lost that game, which was pretty frustrating. It was close though. That one was uh, that one was a frustrating loss because it easily could have swung the other way. No, that one definitely could have gone either way for sure. Uh, My breakdown this week is two NFL and three college football because it's bowl season. Uh, Oh, boy. What does your slate look like? My slate looks like COVID-19. It's a circular ball with spikes coming out of it. I'm all over the sports world with picks just purely based on who had the highest cases and who's got the most guys sitting out. So week one of theme picks. Um, and the theme is COVID-19. Okay. Um, all right. On that note, I will start with my pick first NFL pick. I don't think this one has a lot of COVID implications and, uh, it's a Saturday night football game. So we got some Saturday football, which is cool. Uh, I'm going to go with the Pats plus two and a half at the Colts, you know, the Colts with the Jonathan Taylor offense, Jonathan Taylor's the, uh, with Derrick Henry out is taking the mantle up as the running back MVP candidate. And their offenses looked good. I just think this Pats team, they're rolling. They're coming off the bye. They got a little bit healthy. Could I see the Colts winning this game? Absolutely. But with the way the Pats are playing, I think they're a better team than the Colts. It's just hard for me to not take the points. Um, so I'm, I'm going with the value pick here in my mind. Plus, Pats plus two and a half in Indy. 
Yeah. Uh, just not that many points. And the Pats have looked so good. Uh, this is a stay away from me. I think I honestly lean toward the Pats, if anything. Okay. I'll take that Sorry. as a, a slight agreement. So first pick for you, what do we got? Um, first pick for me, first COVID impacted pick taking the Pelicans at home tomorrow night against Milwaukee. They're missing Giannis. They're missing Bledsoe. Um, I think the COVID losses, and this is a, this is a general weak thesis. I think the COVID losses are never, um, they're, they're never factored into the line as much as they should be because people bet, you know, they have bets from, from a week ago and, and they bet without really understanding who's out. Plus I, I think, it hurts to not have Giannis on the floor for sure, but on late notice like this, it's like it messes with your rotations. You know, in the last second, they're trying to figure out what kind of offense are we going to run without this guy. It's not like, you know, he got hurt two weeks ago and they started to figure it out. This this shit happens so quick. I think it just it causes bigger problems than just not having his. I didn't even know Giannis had COVID to be hundred percent honest with you. So yeah, he got he got COVID. He's out tomorrow night. Uh, say the spread one more time. It's uh, it's three points and it's in New Orleans, but they stink. I, I know that. Yeah. All right. I, I can live with that. Um, NBA is so hard to bet, especially with COVID, but I, I don't hate that pick. Uh, my second and final NFL pick of the week. And I preface this by saying this to me is with or without Lamar Jackson playing Packers minus five and a half at the Ravens. Even when Lamar played, this offense looked so broken against the Browns last week. Uh, and, and I just think the Packers are rolling. I mean, Devontae Adams could have 200 yards this week. Easy. The way the Ravens secondary is banged up. I, I think the Ravens, especially with Tyler Huntley, don't cover the spread. But even if Lamar plays, I love Packers minus five and a half. Packers are rolling. Ravens are just, you know, they're just not healthy at the end of the day. I'm with you. Um, I think Lamar's going to start, which is why this line is not bigger. But I kind of agree with you. I mean, I think. Ravens haven't looked great. Um, Packers look better and better every week. Um, so, yeah, I like it. I'm also looking right now, and this under is really low. The over is looking pretty good here. It's 43 and a half, which I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this game could be a blowout, and, and, and you, could, you could get a backdoor on that. And if not, if it's close, I think you'll get it easily. All right. Are you picking this game officially, or you just like the pick? No, but I, I want to tell all of our listeners that I'm intrigued for whatever it's worth. It's worth something. Yeah. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back pocket that. Um, but like I said, it's the COVID week, so I'm uh, sticking with that. Um, and I got Minnesota minus one at home against the Lakers. Lakers got COVID problems too. It's as simple as that. No Westbrook. Um, I think who else are they missing? Don't count out Austin Reeves, though. I don't even who is Austin Reeves. He had a big buzzer beater last night for the Lakers. He sounds like one of those guys on that that Netflix show. What, you know the one I'm talking about. The, about the, uh, the yes, I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the name. Fuck, what's it called? If you're listening right now, dial us in. Uh, yeah, what's the name? I, um, Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Oh, I, yeah. So. I will take a bad Timberwolves team against the Los Angeles Outer Banks all day long, especially if it's only a one-point line and it's at home. So that's my pick. 
All right, I agree with that. Timberwolves, for what it's worth, also just have been playing good basketball late. Uh, Anthony I Edwards, didn't even know that. Anthony Edwards looks like he's legit. Uh, it's just too bad they gave up so much for D'Angelo Russell because if you had Edwards, Cad, and some picks, sky would be the limit. But I don't know. Yeah, it, a, this is not a vote of confidence for for the Timberwolves. This is this is a, a thesis pick. Lakers depth. We're betting against the Lakers depth here. Uh, my first. The... Finish th- finish your thought. Well, I was going to, but then I forgot the name of the show again. So you can go ahead. It was Adder Banks. Uh, I got three bowl game picks. I don't know which bowls each are, so I'm just going to say the teams. Uh, BYU minus seven versus UAB. This line's disrespectful to me. Uh, UAB, you know, was sol- their usual solid self this year, but BYU finished in the top 10 this year and went 10 and two, playing a majority of conference five, uh, power five teams. I think BYU is going to kick this shit out of them. This is my lock of the week, BYU minus seven versus UAB. Yeah, it kind of stinks, though. I agree that it's a lock, which is making me think it's not. Where is it? Um, let me take a look. Where is UAB, by the way? I, that Alabama could be anywhere. Alabama. It's the Independence Bowl in... Shreveport. That's a home game for UAB. I don't think it matters. UAB eight and four, great, but BYU ran through a good schedule this year. I don't know. Mormons combust in the South. This is going to be all UAB fans. That's a very fair assessment as well. But I agree. This line stinks. I I, I think the fundamentals support you. I'd want to look into it. Like, did BYU's quarterback opt out or nope? People are playing. Something. People are playing. Coach signed an extension. Hmm. All right. I, it. it it seems too good to be true, is all I'm saying. All right. All right. Pick number three for you. Yep. Sticking with the theme, I got uh, Raiders minus four and a half at Cleveland. Um, honestly, this is this is part of the reason I went for this is because I didn't realize that, that even Baker wasn't playing this weekend for the Browns. So I was like, why would the Raiders be favored? Keenum has also got COVID now. Away against the Browns. Uh, it does, does he really? Who's going to start for them? Um, Kyle, not uh, Nick Mullins. I think they're going to cancel this game, though, because it's, it's tough if you're a Browns fan. Yeah, well, I saw it. I, I did see after I realized what was going on, Baker's tirade on Twitter. He went after the NFL. That was fun. you got to respect it. Better, it's way yeah, better oh, yeah. than any of his fucking progressive commercials. Well, he's a great actor. Take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, thank you. Come on. Don't, don't, you can insult him on the field all you want, but his acting is top notch. A young I, OJ. I actually have a hot take, even if this game is played and Nick Mullins plays. I still like the Browns. The Raiders have just been that bad lately. And, wow. That and the is Bra- a hot take. The Browns still have Nick Chubb and, on offense, and they still have Miles Garrett on defense. I think they find a way to win. The Raiders are just a dumpster fire right now. Yeah. First, they have those two guys for now, but part of these bets are like, you're assuming that it's, you're assuming super spreading. Yeah. Like, you know, every day we're going to hear about more cases from these teams. Um, it sounds like Case Keenum was today. Yep. Um, and yeah, and it's just so hard. Like you bring in fucking Nick Mullins. I assume he's been on the practice squad, but like he's never thrown a pass to, well, actually he probably has because they're using the second string receivers, but you get my point. They have to learn the whole new offense and they just have to, change their entire game plan with like two days to the game. I feel like that's just a huge disadvantage. No, I'll, I'll give you that. 
my fourth pick is another bowl game. I have the Liberty Flames minus eight and a half versus Eastern Michigan in the Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, both teams are seven and five. I admittedly do not know a lot about them, but I'm going the minus eight and a half here because it's Malik Will's last game before the draft. It's a projected late first, early second round pick. I think he wants to make a great lasting impression uh, for his fans and also for scouts going into the draft. Hugh Freeze has got some bowl game experience from when he was at Ole Miss. This is a gut feeling pick. I'm going with the guy uh, in a mid-tier bowl game who is projected to be a top NFL pick. Give me the Liberty Flames minus seven and a, minus eight and a half. Jerry Falwell be damned. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in with some, some gambling analytics here. Sure. Because that, that's my role on the show. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the stats guy now. Um, this line opened at nine and a half. I'm sorry, opened at seven and a half, and I'm showing it going off at nine and a half. Ooh, you're both so, tougher than mine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So first, if you can get it at eight and a half, it sounds like it's good value. But second, I think the whole world is like, who the fuck is EMU? I know about this. This is it Malik Wills or Willis? I thought it was Willis. Let me see. I could have fucked that up. Wouldn't be the first time. It is Willis. Anyway, as in what you everybody about? knows this kid. As in what you talk about, Willis. <laughs> exactly. Like every, everybody's betting this the same way and they just want to bet college football. And this is the only team they recognize. So honestly, I'm, I, I could, I'm not going to bet EMU. That doesn't sound like fun. So if I watch this game, I'll bet Liberty roll flames. <laughs> is that their name? The flames. That's pretty cool. The flames, which I, that's, that's yeah. Um, I'm, I had a whole, you know, little rant plan there about, uh, founder of the university, Jerry Falwell, but I don't want to get political. So I'm just going to let you make your fourth pick. No, come on, get political. I'm not going to stop you. Well, you know, it's uh, there's a bit of irony there because, you know, if somebody in the homosexual community is very outwardly gay, they're known as, you know, flaming for some, um, which is ironic because Jerry Falwell uh, is a huge, was a huge evangelical Christian with, you know, who had Ronald Reagan's ear in the eighties. So the fact that his team's mascot is the flames, there's a little bit of irony for me there, but uh, whatever. The Liberty so, Flamers. I'm still going to bet on them nonetheless. We're betting the Flamers this weekend. That locks it in. Roll Flames. Roll, roll Flamers. Uh, all right. I got Eagles minus nine and a half at home against the Redskins. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just call them? Oh, oh my God. Oh We're canceled. God. Last podcast ever. Last podcast. Oh, my God. I, I want to apologize to, to our many listeners out there, especially those of you that may be of an indig- indigenous descent. Perfectly um, said. Good I recovery. Should, I should not have used the R word on this podcast. Um, it just slipped out. And um, that's a deep drive to deep center, uh, Nick Castellanos. <laughs> for nothing. For nothing, Reds. <laughs> for, for nothing, uh, um, football team. But yeah, I, I got football team. Uh, I'm sorry, Eagles minus nine and a half. The football team has a, a really bad case of the COVIDs. Um, I think they have the, the longest list of anyone in the NFL. It's like and three Heineke's, quarters of the team. And Heineke's hurt on top of it. Right, and Heineke. I mean, I, who's going to start for them? I don't even know. Heineke's starting, but he's bagged up. Ah, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize he's going to start. Um, but again, like, he could totally get COVID tomorrow. If you see a Schefter tweet that, that Heineke get COVID, you would not be surprised at all. And, and this line would move even further. So I feel really good about this one. 
All right. And my fifth, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, and the Eagles, I mean, again, it was the Jets last week, but Minshew Mania, they looked fantastic. So whether it's uh, Minshew, whether it's Minshew or Hertz, I'm with you. Uh, you just got to go with the team that's healthy. True. My last and final pick, I'm going with the gut here. UCF plus six and a half versus Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. Two Florida teams meeting in a Florida Bowl game. Um, I, I just think ultimately with this pick, Dave, what it came down to for me was the fact that, you know, Florida fired Dan Mullins. It's been such a bad year. You know, I would imagine got, um, their quarterback, Emory Jones, just put his name in the transfer portal. I just think the Florida Gators have nothing to play for. And UCF under Gus Malzahn, first year, not spectacular, but eight and four, which, you know, solid first year with a new head coach. Um, I just like UCF. I think UCF's going to win this game, but at a minimum, I like them plus six and a half. What a fall from grace for Florida. I mean, they were pretty, they, they were top 10 ranked coming into this year. Now they're playing in that they moved, first they, they week. Moved in, they moved into the top 10 losing to Bama. Because they lost, they lost by two points, 31-29. Other than when right. Bama lost, Florida gave them the best game all year. I remember at the beginning of this year thinking, Florida's back. This team is going to be good. Um, and now they're playing in the, what would you say, the Gasparilla Bowl? That's Gasparilla. Gasparilla. No, 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 no. I, th- I think there's a song that has Gasparilla in it. I might be wrong, though. No. I've never heard. I, what's a Gasparilla? Honestly, I don't even know what that is. Keep talking, and I'll uh, I'll give you the answer to that. Um, no, I, I, it's a I think pirate. I like it's a pick. it's a pirate festival held in Tampa, Florida, since 1904. Yeah, but that has to be based on something, right? So I'm gonna go. UCF is the pick. Arg. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on the pick. Uh, I agree. Florida's got nothing to play for. Um, and this is a lost season for them. Seems like fitting it'll end with a loss in a terrible bowl game. To an in-state rival. Well, not yeah, an in-state I feel rival, like but in-state competition, I guess. UCF likes to think of them as a rival, but they're delusional. They're also national champions. So I was going to say 2017 national champs. You can't take that away. <laughs> exactly. All right, your fifth uh, and final pick. Last pick of this week's show. Yep, last pick of the show. I got Seattle plus four at Los Angeles. Um, same idea as the last two. Um, the, the offense in LA is actually pretty healthy outside of Beckham and, and Henderson, but, um, this whole defense has COVID outside of Donald and you just feel like there's going to be more and more of it in the next three days. If you can lock this line in now, it feels like it's only going to move in your favor, uh, or out of your favor the next, um, the, the, the next few days. And, uh, and Seattle's coming off a, a nice win. Um, I mean, against, against the Texans, but yeah. <laughs> Well, two two nice wins, I should say, because they they did beat the Niners the week before. Um, but you're right; it was it was the Texans, um, and they they didn't even. This is the game last week that they benched Taylor, right? What's his face started the second half or something? Dave, Davis Mills played the whole game. Actually, he looked okay. Mills played the whole game. Yeah, he looked okay. Um, yeah, I yeah. If I had to pick this game, as good as the Rams looked last week, I think the COVID's only going to get worse here. Uh, and the Seahawks, just because of how the NFC is, they're not mathematically eliminated. And, you know, again, we've seen crazier shit happen in football where if Russ gets into the playoffs, anything could happen. So I like the Seahawks with the points. Uh, and I think, like you just said, get this line while you can, because I I think it is going to keep shrinking, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, so my pick five for the week's Pats plus two and a half at the Colts, Packers minus five and a half at the Ravens, 
BYU minus seven versus UAB. Liberty minus eight and a half versus Eastern Michigan. UCF plus six and a half versus Florida. And your pick five are? Yep. Five COVID picks. Pelicans plus three at home against the Bucks. Uh, Timberwolves minus one at home against the Lakers. Um, Vegas minus four and a half in Cleveland. Eagles minus four and a half against our words and uh, Hawks plus four at the Rams. Um, yeah. And we're, we're playing COVID this week. All right. Quick, uh, quick live update here. Keenan Allen uh, just left the game with, for the chargers. So that is very, very bad for my not Sacco hopes. So hopefully he bounces back. Uh, and that's my first concluding thought, Dave, I could really use you to beat Steve this week, my friend, because all I need is a chance. Yeah, I, I think we 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 didn't touch on this, and we should have, and I understand why you didn't want to. But uh, fantasy football update, this is the last week of regular season. Um, I haven't really been keeping track so much because I clinched three weeks ago. Chase, on the other hand, is uh, desperately trying to claw his way out. Riding a two-day winning streak, though. You got to give me a little bit of love when, you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, look, your two-game winning streak is great, but it's it's ultimately not going to matter. I mean, you, you'd have to really outscore Steve and win, and he'd have to lose this week for him to be in and not you, right? Like Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. Yes. Uh, you need to be worried about next week, brother. It's okay. The fan, If there's one thing I've learned throughout the years, the fantasy gods hate Jack Winograd. Yeah, and, they hate they hate a lot of people, and they're just they're largely indifferent to me most years. Yeah, I I think that's accurate, but um, I don't know. Your team is not looking great, and honestly, Steve's team is good. I would be a little worried. It's all right. I loaded up with some picks this week for a potential Sacco matchup. We're we're looking two steps ahead, just in case. I think that's wise. Adam Thielen, stay your ass on the bench. We got it's KJ Osborne season, baby. <laughs> Uh, so that's my one concluding thought, my concluding thought. No, uh, you know what? I'll throw it over to you and then I'll give a few more. Can we plug um, a certain event that may or may not be happening? Yeah, I think I'm mourning a certain event that sounds like it's not happening. Not because we're soft. You know, we would have this event even, even though the world's falling apart and don't call us heroes, we might be, but we would do it. I just don't think anyone is around to show up. So, uh, so in there's that a certain event. Uh, go ahead and then i have an no idea. no no I, I i shoot away well no no do the event because my response is going to build off what you say better um i almost don't want to plug it because if we cancel it then it, it, it it's bad all right. juju all right so you know there was a group of people that were trying to have a festivist party they may or may not be our friends hopefully it happens but omicron is a real fucking pain in our ass all that said when are you going home for the holidays next week um, I don't know, like Thursday or Friday or something. All right. Maybe make it, uh, like 20. Yeah. Maybe make it Thursday. Cause I think, especially in light of a potential event cancellation, we should get the boys together in Livingston who are home for the holidays and do a collective Festivus edition of the podcast on December 23rd, the day of the Festivus awakening. You know, I, I love that idea. So it, Maybe it we'll do a little be... live airing of grievances. Oh, you know what, Dave? We were we're treading on thin water after what you called the Washington Football Organization today. So you know, I don't I don't know if that's a thing. I also don't know if thin water is a thing. It should be thin ice. Um, that's just thin water. Maybe we'll do a live feature strength for the podcast, and you'll just hear. Ugh, ugh. 
Yeah, we, we, I think this is an excellent idea and me and Chase are going to stew on it to all our listeners. We will workshop um, if it. The, if the FCC is one of our listeners, um, there's no reason to listen next week. It's uh, none of your business. Um, and to everybody else, it sounds like it's going to be a, a fun week. Yeah, my last concluding thought is going to be, I'm supposed to go to Vegas tomorrow to watch the UCLA basketball game. Uh, I was supposed to go to the game last night and the game got canceled like as I was about to walk over to the game. So... You know, I know COVID's bad, but find a way to play UCLA because otherwise I'm going to Vegas and peak COVID season, just be in Vegas. And I just don't feel great about saying that out loud. Yeah. You know, I'm not really feeling bad for you about your trip to Vegas. So I don't, I don't know if you're trying to get pity here, but it's not working on me. I'm not. It's all good. Um, all right. My Uber is arriving in three minutes. So any other wrap up thoughts? If not, we will, uh, take this week's episode to its conclusion. That's all for me. All righty then. Well, everyone, I haven't had to say this in a while, but um, stay positive, test negative, be careful out there. You know, to our Hoboken listeners, wear a fucking mask, guys. Like this, uh, we're past the point of like, oh, like COVID is back and we have to readjust, unfortunately. So stay safe. Uh, We'll have a show before the holidays, but for any of you celebrating any holidays that come before Christmas, I don't know what's out there in society anymore. Enjoy them. Have a happy and healthy. We love you all. With David Santola, my name is Jason Midorski. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a great weekend. (laughs) 